This story of the wise men from the East is an attractive and mysterious one, full of both romance and threat. It has inspired the imagination of artists and writers throughout the Christian era. Still today, Christian communities in different parts of the world have ceremonies and rituals connected to the celebration of this story on what is known as the Feast of the Epiphany, which we mark today, transferred to its nearest Sunday. I saw a photograph online yesterday of the Epiphany procession in the Cathedral Square of Milan. The costumes were as stylish and elaborate as you might expect from that city. Today, I'd like to look at the story in its own right, not as an adjunct or second act of a nativity play. What we sometimes forget is that this story of the wise men is only found in Matthew's Gospel. We put it together with the story of the shepherds and the angels and the stable found in Luke's Gospel in order to make a single nativity narrative. But in fact, the two Gospel writers, Luke and Matthew, chose very different ways of telling the story of the events surrounding the birth of Christ. So what is it that Matthew's Gospel wanted to communicate about Christ's first appearance in the world? And what might we take from it for our faith and inspiration today as we stand at the start of this new year, 2023? We always wish one another a happy new year in hope, and we know that this coming year will be a time of struggle for many people. So in this epiphany story, it was to Eastern sages, in other words, outsiders, foreign travellers, that the public announcement of Christ's birth was made. Different than in Luke's story, for whom it was local shepherds who first received the news. And yet, perhaps not so different, because the shepherds in Luke's story were also outsiders. By their poverty and low social status, almost as much outsiders to the national and religious community of the day as were the wise men from the East, who were from another culture. Matthew's story wants us to understand that Christ is for the whole world, not only the people into which Jesus was born, the Jewish community of the day. Yet, Matthew's message is more far-reaching far even than that, because it was to outsiders that the news of Christ's birth was announced, then the distinction between outsiders and insiders is destroyed. So-called outsiders have as much access to God's truth as so-called insiders. There is simply one human community under God, with different members of it bringing their own insights together. And this diversity of insights is what is needed to complete the full revelation. The wise men brought their conviction that the Christ child had been born based on having seen the sign of the star. The chief priests and the scribes interpreted the scriptures to discern that he would be born in Bethlehem. The details of this story are important and would have been appreciated by its first readers. The wise men needed the light of the Hebrew scriptures as well as the light of the star, to find the Christ child. Jerusalem needed the revelation the wise men brought to wake them up to God's new initiative. But here also the story of the wise men reveals the reality of human fallibility. King Herod and the leaders and influencers of Jerusalem were not ready or willing to receive the news that these outsiders brought to them. 
They were afraid and refused to act upon it. They did not join the wise men in their quest to go and worship the newborn king, though Herod pretended he would. On the contrary, we learn if we read on that King Herod devised a plot to try and kill the child in infancy, not at all concerned that in so doing he killed many other innocents in the process. Presented with the opportunity for change, the opportunity to embrace new hope and a new life which the birth of the Christ child promised, Herod and those around him instead chose to suffocate God's spirit and literally kill new life to do so. In the next part of the story, not read this morning, we read how the Holy Family had to flee to Egypt to escape Herod's slaughter and only returned after Herod died, settling in Nazareth in the northern region of Galilee to place some distance between them and King Herod's son who had taken over as king in Jerusalem. The story highlights then how vulnerable the divine Christ child was to the plots of the earthly power of King Herod and how he survived only through divine guidance given to and acted upon by those who cared for him, the wise men and Joseph in particular. We are given models of steadfastness and courage in their responses, taking a different road, escaping to Egypt, setting up home elsewhere in Nazareth. And also an acknowledgement of the power of Herod to harm them and their pragmatic wisdom in taking cover for protection. There was no shame for the wise men in ignoring the request of Herod to report back and there was no cowardice in Joseph and Mary in fleeing to Egypt. These were necessary actions to reduce harm. So I'd like to draw out some of what I think are key messages in Matthew's story of the events precipitated by the birth of Christ, the coming of the wise men from the east, and the deceitful and ultimately violent reaction of King Herod. Firstly, I think we learn that Christ's birth was an event of global significance. It reveals that under God there is a single human community. God is with each member and group within the human community and each has the possibility of receiving God's blessing and revelation. There is no longer any justification, there ever was, to regard one community or group as superior or inferior to another. Rather, none is sufficient to itself. Not one has the monopoly of wisdom or power, but each has gifts and needs which may be received from and met by the other. This is the vision of life together as human beings which the Apostle Paul claimed when he talked about the body of Christ with each member having its part to play and each a member of the other, a vision of unity in diversity, of true inclusion, which does not try to deny or smooth over differences, but celebrates difference as a contribution to the glory of the unity. So Christ's birth was an event of global significance, highlighting how we are all one human community and all one uh, people before God. Secondly, Matthew's Gospel reminds us, if we needed it, that this hope and vision of life in peace and unity is always under threat from rulers and communities 
who are driven by greed and the desire for unrestricted power. It is insightful of Matthew to note that Herod's apparent strength expressed in violent destruction of life stemmed from his weakness. He was afraid, and it was his lack of courage and vision that caused him to engender fear in all his subjects. The Christ child, who in this story is kept alive by wise and courageous guardians, who trust and know that despite all appearances, that the world is against them. God is with them, as God is with us. It is the faithfulness of Joseph and Mary, and of the wise men, whom God is able to use to sustain the light of the world from being overcome by its darkness. And thirdly, developing more that second point, do we not see in this story from Matthew's Gospel a sense of the enduring power of doing what is right and good in the face of the overweening power of warmongers, unjust rulers and organisations and the people they manage to deceive or co-opt to support them. Yes, there was much suffering and loss of life caused by Herod that could not be prevented and there was no sudden revolution which brought down the unjust regimes of either Rome or Jerusalem. What is celebrated in this story, nonetheless, not to state the obvious, is the confident wisdom of the wise men who knew God had showed them a true sign. It celebrates their perseverance in looking for what they believed was worth searching for, though not immediately apparent. It celebrates their willingness to ask questions to reveal the truth. And it also celebrates the prudence of Joseph in the sequel we did not read this morning in taking shelter from Herod's violence as he was guided to do. In short, you could say the story of the wise men from the East is Matthew's extended commentary on what it means for us to believe and live in the message given to Joseph by the angel in the dream when the birth of Christ was announced to him. They shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. 